0: I don't, because it, it was never accepted. So I said, I have a hip hop version of.
1: Welcome to The Original Doll. I'm your host, James Rodriguez. On The Original Doll, I unpackage music with the people who create it. We go behind the scenes and learn all about these amazing artists and creatives who bring the music that we love. And at the same time, we help out charity. For more information, go to the website, TheOriginalDoll.com. While you're there, join my Patreon community. Big shout out to my Patreon patrons. You all rock. And as with every episode of The Original Doll, any audio recording ripping stealing is strictly prohibited in every country in the world. So if you see anything leaked, please report it to the webmaster. Don't forget to join me on Instagram, the.original.doll, and rate the show and tell your friends about it. My name is James Rodriguez. This is The Original Doll Iconography. I would like to welcome back music producer and phenomenal human being, Davidson Ospina. Davidson Ospina, in a previous episode, we talked about the creation of his remix for Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. Today, we're gonna be talking about his work remixing From the Bottom of My Broken Heart, which happens to be platinum certified here in the United States, and this is what's amazing. Britney Spears' song From the Bottom of My Broken Heart, it received a physical single release. And it was certified platinum in basically a month. In addition, he also remixed the follow-up single to that, which was the lead single from Oops, I Did It Again. We're going to talk about that and more, but we're going to get right to this. Enjoy the show. Don't forget to rate this on your preferred platform, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcast. And join me on Instagram, the.original.doll.
0: I wanted to, you know, I started doing these um da, like a dad vault, you know. So I started looking through my dads and like stuff oh. that pe- people probably even heard. I mean, I got cappellas. Was that like hey. the yellow
1: party stuff and everything? Uh, no, no, no. I
0: just it was it was just like my, oh, just dads that I of music that I did and probably did, didn't hear. Like you know, for example, like the Brandy people. didn't even didn't oh, even, even so yeah. Good. People don't even know that I people don't even know that I, I did a reggaeton mix. And because it, it was like they were like, David, said, wait, you don't do reggaeton, but see, but, see, but that's where. You miss, you, you, you. That's where you have the misconception of he's a producer. It's it's just a whole thing. I'm like, okay, I don't have anyone to prove. I've done what I had to do. Let the music do the talking. You like it? Okay. You don't like it? It's okay. You know, so I'm at that point where, and it turns out people were
1: like, wait, have you done other music as well? Which just crazy. Yeah, and that's, I feel like and I love that. I look at it and I just go, you know, you've been on. All of these these artists that I really still go back to. I was <laughs> like, it was my one of the vinyls and it was Baby One More Time. Oh see, yeah,
0: that's awesome. And that yeah. is a, that's an and I don't even have that. I don't have well, a copy. it's
1: is from it, Italy. Well, and it was funny because it was listed at as a like a misprint one or something like that. Oh my god, it's an import. That's an import there. And then
0: oh my goodness.
1: And I meant to ask who is Sullivan
0: <laughs> oh Sullivan is my boy Danny Sullivan because ah, Danny yeah like, who's Sullivan? He's Sullivan Sullivan is uh, I so I did I so we did
1: that when I used to, I, I did that in, in my studio when I used to live in Jersey City and oh, uh, for those that are that that are clearly listening to this I, I pulled up the Christina Aguilera ain't no other man they're probably like what are they talking about
0: <laughs> yeah so Christina, so the Christina Aguilera ain't no other man remix has ospina Dash Sullivan remix. And the thing is that you know, I, because Danny kind of you know worked with me on the on the mix, you know, uh, some direction and, and you know the guy's was talented. He's a chef now, which is if he, he's hearing this, he'd be like, Danny, <laughs> you're a chef now. I'm trying to give you props, man. But the <laughs> thing is, uh, you know, he, we worked really well together, and it, and I and it was it was absolutely has to be. An Ospina-Sullivan mix.
1: So it was both of us. You know what I mean? Oh, I love so, it. Um, and I'm going to send you a list of the songs that I know that I've had, you know, versions of. And you can yeah. tell me if there's any songs that you've done, like yeah. Britney yeah. or remixes that are not out. Or maybe you worked on a song that, you know. Right. Because you know, I, mi- I, I, like, I can tell you exactly what, what they are.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah can. So here's the thing. So the baby one more time. Obviously, the the two versions of that, right? Which was the the original and the two thousand five. So we have to be able to. But then there's you know, oops, I did it again. Which mm-hmm. that record is just that. People just love that record. I, it's like you know, but people will hit me up, and I, I've I've heard I've I've seen comments. I don't know. People will be like, listen, I've never heard the, <clears throat> like they always thought like my versions were always like the the like. And uh, and this is not to take credit away from the other guys that did remixes too. It just happens to be that a lot of the fans that <laughs> like the music always reach out to me. So I'm, I'm assuming, right? It, it's yep. to say that they're like, Davidson. we always think it's your version that we always hear. Mm-hmm. So I, oops, I did it again
1: and from the bottom of my broken heart. And I absolutely love I don't know if you've heard that also Oh, I have the vinyl uh from the bottom at my house. It's the Millennium Crossover, I believe. Is that Millennium
0: what? was because I was managed by a co- and I called it that. It was, I was always hooking people up with other, with other names. <laughs> but yeah, totally. But yeah, that is a that those were the only ones and of course from Jive which, you know, that I could uh so I did two for for, for the Backstreet Boys, which were also mm-hmm. on Jive as well.
1: But um yeah, those are the three. What it happened with and and this is what's funny though, and I I'm sure you see it where somebody could send you like, oh, your this remix is really great. Why didn't you ever release it? And you're like, ah, oh, that's because it's you know Bimbo Jones. It's not me. Like you're like, yeah, that's, that's and, you know, Jeff Pettibone, Like,
0: and and, and here's the thing. The, the, what was going back to what you were saying before that? It's such a different time, you know. The, 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 just the music industry, the, even to make a living on, I mean, this is a whole, a whole bunch of different factors and different moving parts happening with the music industry. But on the technical side, I know, <clears throat> excuse me, I know how to make people engage in certain things. So I'll take, I, I went in through my dad's and I said, oh my goodness, why don't, because it was, it was never accepted. So I said, I have a hip hop version of, Oops. I did it again. So what do I do? I put it on SoundCloud let the world go. Goes. I don't know if you've heard that, but the thing, there's so many people. There's people that even never, never, never heard this. It goes. Wait a minute, but Davidson, a hip hop version of C.P.C. Once again, you, 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 uh, yep. you underestimate the yep. the and, and have the misconception of the word producer. So here I am. With, so that was the extra version. So from so you have. Uh, baby One More Time, Oops I Did It Again. I did do the, the, the bonus for everybody to download it because it, w- it was mine. You know, it was like I wanted people to just, to just to promote and get my name out to people that had no idea who I was really, you know? And from the bottom of Broken Heart, which that particular song, it was, believe it or not, was, uh, and, and the remix of that, like the ballad, the, you know? Yeah. People said, wait a minute, a ballad? Davidson said, don't underestimate me,
1: man. <laughs> if she wants a ballot, we're going to do a ballot. From the Bottom was her last single off of Baby, and Oops was her first single off of Oops. It, yeah so
0: that, that that's how it Zero so the so their schedule situation was probably a little off by the time I was working on stuff you know but I know that they hired me immediately right after I did baby And me. so
1: then were you working on Oops before Oops was even released as a single I believe so
0: that, that that's a possible because once again the their strategy behind releases I I wasn't really like in on that i knew it was going to come out of a 12 inch i didn't know what countries it was going to be i like there was who that was going to license because now james i see that thing on hundreds and hundreds of like playlists from all over the place and it's always my version or you know once again i get not again to give credit to to my fellow other producers but i i am grateful that the mix has gone this far where you know it's unbelievable but but I, i but i feel like the oops Ended up getting a really like the recognition on the oops was was
1: huge too. Well, and you had several. It was like the I put it was the crossover mix. Yeah. Right? The deep club mix. Yep. Yeah. The deep edit, which the edit's just the shortened version. Short
0: version, of- yeah. Because I guess, but by then I said, okay, I could do the commercial, but let me give some to my house heads, right? So that's when I had a little more freedom yeah. to say. You know, you know, and more time. I was a little more experienced. I said, so also on the 12-inch is the is the the commercial version, and you know they had like the radio, radio versions, the radio edits I gave them. But finally had opportunity to do a little more underground, like a, like a, you know take a pop artist and, and throw like you know a little more like deeper bass lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was happy about that. Uh, you know, and then that led to even doing that for um, for Backstreet Boys. They, they said, listen, why don't you do another deep? Makes do something for you on this. I was like, "This is awesome." The magnitude of releases that they did with this thing—it's uh, just—it's um, crazy. Uh, funny story: I'm—I—I I, I don't eat it anymore, but I—I w- I was walking into Taco Bell, dude. I'm telling you, I'm standing there and I'm sat down to eat my food, and at that moment, there it is: Kong, kong, con, yo, Disney Radio was playing on Taco Bell Radio as I'm eating. I don't know what I was, I was eating some taco, dude, I almost spit my, the food, I'm telling you, I've never told anyone that, that is probably, (laughs) it was amazing, man, it's like, what are the chances that I'm in Taco Bell, man, and this thing is playing, now, I, now, this is a perfect example of the logistics of why that would play, and not the original version, right? So for whatever reason, whether the, the, the A&Rs, whatever from that radio station loved it or not, that version, those dance versions were specific for these dance pop crossover stations that were not playing the original. So I want you to know that. That's the reason why a station like that for the, for the kids and stuff like that was not something you would hear. That makes Yeah, so every, dance well so the, so the, so everybody's like oh remix remix but there is a strategy behind why people were remixing records we didn't get into that you know what i mean they were hiring me but what is just because i'm a nice guy or the music sounds good i mean no there was definitely a label stri- a strategy behind it because it's radio i remember there was a there was radio stations <laughs> right so radio a lot of the radio stations would rather play upbeat versions of the song that was a hit on, say, like an R&B station or whatever. So the majority of the remakes I did, that's why they were all the dance versions. Um, so I wanted to make sure that, that everyone, like the audience kind of knows that that is the reason why this whole started. I mean, it's not just because I wanted, I, they wanted to play them in the clubs. Yeah, they wanted a, a top DJ to play the, the 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 dance song mm-hmm. but the big
1: big big picture of this was radio you know well, it, and, that's, and how hard is it like was there ever a point where you delivered something and they said no this is not the direction we're going for or do they say did you ever have to like oh we now need it eight minutes long and can you explain to the audience why like club mixes would be 10 minutes long let's say just yeah. in, just in general just like, in general why, yeah yeah why
0: Totally. I, I think, you know, as a DJ, you know, and I was, you know, it's crazy because I, when I was doing a lot of these, a lot of these, um, a lot of these remixes, I wasn't playing as much as I was, you know, years after, you know, and, but I understood, you know, I was a big club kid and, and I knew, and I knew a good amount of DJs understand that these records need to be long enough to be mixed into and mixed out of. People used to, depending on what it was, it was good to have that long play of a 10-inch. Of a, of Most, the majority of the mixes I did, I always had them, people used to make fun of me because I used to always have them like, you know, 6.30, <laughs> like 7.30. <laughs> yeah, it would always I, always, I don't even notice, like the numbers. I was
1: looking at the vinyl next to me. Yeah, yeah it's
0: just like 6.25. See, because that was like my, I, that was my go-to, like, I felt like, okay, I gave it my all in these six minutes and either you love it or not. But there were times that, you know, you would submit stuff for example because i did submit uh the reggae you know the the um, the the hip hop mix of oops i did it again i mean yeah so i i, I sent it to them just to so you know oh, you know this is good but it wasn't wasn't for them at that time i just did it i just but i kept it i kept it on the dad i said you i said i already spent time on this thing i said who who knows mm-hmm. see what happens and my goal always man was that that one version i was
1: working on was going to be the one to wow them Did you then get pigeonholed with having so many consistent successes with like Britney during this time? Was there a point where you got pigeonholed and it's like, this is a producer of, you know, princess pop vocals and we don't want her for Christine or we don't want her for- Uh,
0: Yeah, I I would say that, that, that's a great question. But I, and and I felt that, when you said pigeonhole I feel like people probably thought I was just remixing or just doing just you know commercial records but I'm gonna tell you uh you know still hustling still working Mike still trying to be successful and and doing it as a full-time music producer you know I'm grateful for the fact that I I had those opportunities you know and as I reflect now I think you know what I was impressing all the wrong people, you know, because no one else, there was about a thousand people right, right behind me would have loved that opportunity. You know what I mean? And here I am thinking, oh, I might be pigeonholed because they, they don't, they see me doing pop records. And I'm not, you know, it's just your ego is involved. You're the, the pe- people you are it's just a lot of factors because now you're like you're on top of the game. So, mm-hmm. you know, you want to impress, you want to do this. So you, you make some mistakes, but I think that I'm glad I'm, I'm happy that now. Yeah. Those things happen,
1: <laughs> so you yeah. know. Well, and was there were there any um, artists that you had intended on working with, and it just didn't it didn't work out? Um, yeah, I think was... that's something that a lot of people don't realize is, you know, let's say if it was, um, let's say Selena Gomez now where she could be working on something simmering it there's NDAs out there she mm-hmm. might want you to remix something and then all of a sudden she works with one producer and they're like no now we're going to go this way so then she has to say bye to all those connections that kind of conflict with yeah. it. Is yeah. there ever you know projects that never came to fruition for whatever reason.
0: Um they I, n- no I there were they, I tell you James there really wasn't I, I just
1: you are one lucky son of a gun. Yeah, man. I <laughs> was. These, yeah, I, like I, Mark I, Anthony, like all these. people. Yeah,
0: Mark Anthony, like these things, because I, I, just, I, I just kept on, kept on, and the thing is, at this point, I, you know, I, I um, you know, my, you, you got, your personal life, right? we going up and down. I'm 25 years old, just with budgets and doing things, a lot of mistakes. Um, but I got to tell you, I, during this entire Run of like 10, 15 years, just knocking out records left and right for like major label. I I felt like the the, the big ones were gonna come if they if they came. I mean, I, but by then I, I was already I felt that a lot of the artists I was already working with were, were pretty successful. We we're, were doing extremely well. I mean, the, like Mark Anthony, Gloria Estefan, you know, you, uh, Britney now, and then the Backstreet Boys. I mean, these were people that were like on the cutting edge. They were they were younger. They were so all the older ones that I would have wanted to jump in a bandwagon, I said, like, okay, but I was already working with, like, what the, the Salinas now or, you know what I'm saying, like, the, the, the younger the, the younger um, artists now. So I never – ne- I mean, maybe, maybe like, um you know, and I tell you, the people that I never got a chance to work with, I had a company. Uh, I don't know if people even know this either. I had a company in Salt Lake City which was one of the biggest companies that used to hire Check this out i used to hire all these amazing artists that sounded like everyone that was on the radio and because they all they paid for was mechanicals so they, they didn't have the rights to the songs but they you know so they had so i did work i did remix a madonna i did rick re- i i did like so i did a bunch of remixes for a lot of them james um so if you look on spotify there's a there's um if you look for power music a lot of the remixes on there are a lot of the the songs they used to use in the tv shows like uh the the people from uh, baywatch i know that she had like a, a an exercise thing they used to use a lot of those remixes i did for a lot of exercise stuff i was just knocking them out it was just it was but for the exercise, because the exercise um Uh, you know, the community, that realm of like music and for the instructors, they have a certain uh, 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 structure of music that they needed a certain time, certain, and they couldn't get the artists, they got cover artists. And if they had the the cover artists, they needed really energetic dance mixes of it and there I was remixing nonstop artists that sounded just like the original artists, which is crazy. I know. I'll well, send you a list of them. You won't even. Geez, uh, yeah. That, uh, 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 one Republic, which is one. Uh,
1: I love that band, right? I, I would have loved to have worked with the original band, but I got to, da- I got to work with the cover artists. Yeah,
0: it sounds amazing. just like them.
1: There are remixes where you're like, well, that's definitely not Madonna, but it's a Madonna sounding person. It's crazy. And so then what would the purpose of. And, and you probably would know better than I would because mm-hmm. clearly I'm asking the question, but like with, um, to even go back to like from the bottom where it was like a ballad, what was the purpose of them putting, or just in general, where they would put the, you know, the vocal version, but then the flip side would be like an instrumental. Like what was the benefit of putting an instrumental on a 12 inch? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Where
0: it's like- Great question. I
1: didn't, I didn't get it.
0: You didn't get it? DJ didn't want to play vocals. That's it. That's the answer.
1: Are you serious? <laughs>
0: We didn't, they didn't want to play vocals. Anyone that did not want to play vocals always had the instrumental. That's it.
1: That's after and, all these years. That's that's
0: exactly what the answer is. Well,
1: yeah, I know. Well, and what's the difference between then an instrumental versus a dub?
0: Um, a good question too. So that's always been the, the controversy. Like you know, so that I the way that I would kind of. Especially for the pop, for the, on the pop side, oh, you know I need a dub version. A dub version for me would have been like a straight-up, deep underground version, right? I would have like, I do But because you were still wanting to deliver what you were contracted to do, if I were to do a dub of the commercial version, I would have a lot less stuff happening in the song. Uh-huh. So maybe, you know, if I had her saying, instead of doing like the whole chorus, um, "Baby, one more," I was like, "Baby, baby." you know, just chop, chop up. So that would be, to me, an interpretation of like uh, the dub version,
1: which is, Mm -hmm. you
0: know what the song is, but it ain't the full song.
1: It makes sense because you, commercially, you're like, you still want to be able to play this on, you know, a radio station that might need to play, you know, maybe they don't want to play from the bottom, the ballad version. Maybe they need something, but they're not going to put it six-minute version of it. Yeah, no, totally. And, and, I, and I hope that people, you
0: know, off this interview, kind of realize the different factors of why and, 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 and how these things are being, which is great that you're doing this because I think that when you do see a lot of those things, there is a strategy behind those things. So, the, like the instrumental, like putting the dub, why is there a 10-minute 10, a 10 mix? So, there were certain things that were catered for the radio station. We're only going to send the radio station, not the 10-mix, but the three-minute mix. Mm-hmm. Maybe the intro, we make it shorter for the radio. So versions that you would have never heard, but the radio station did have that version. There was more li- stuff involved than just playing a couple of notes and just remixing. There, was, uh, there had to be a, 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 a state of, of really business professionalism when you're delivering this stuff to these major labels because and, and it took me a while to understand and learn that concept it wasn't me that you know, here's the budget do your thing and have fun i mean it was like this was seriously you know
1: um so you know radio, that's what, you, what you made it you know your passion your art but then it became the commerce side of it oh where you still had to deliver like you still bills needed to be paid yes but there was that fine line of going I can still create my art and play these instruments, yeah. but I also need to make it so that it's what, you know, the, the, the consumer wants. Yeah. The it became wants. overwhelming. I would say it became overwhelming. I, 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 I did get
0: burnt out for. That's you what know. I was going to ask. How oh. did you, oh, oh, how did yeah, you totally. deal with that? It, 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 it hurts. It, it, it's you know, it's something that, you know, you, you put your heart and soul and days and out, you know, and you, and you, and you run into the, you know, the, the ups and downs, because not, not only are you being creative, but, you know, you got bills, you, you have a personal life, you got things. And, you know, uh, move, you know moving forward into, into, into my career, I, I um, and I, you know, I start, a lot of people started now, uh, this was a little right after, unfortunately, 9-11. Um, things changed. A lot of people did get, uh, you know, lost a lot of their jobs, you know, at these major labels dance departments were closing down, radio station, you know, there was a lot of moving parts during that time, things started slowing down. So, you know, I, I started just doing more underground stuff, more deeper stuff. Um, and that opened up a whole nother realm of more of the Europe stuff, more of the, the, the gigging and the de- I learned how to DJ event- eventually, you know, just really doing other things that I needed to, but the most important thing, and I want people to understand this, that I, I wanted to save this for the end. I think that all the remixing and all the making the music and the DJing and everything that I've ever done is is, 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 is I'm very grateful for it, right? It's amazing, but you gotta have a backup. If you don't have a backup, you could be the biggest superstar and do everything it is, but you could see it now during these times, people are hurting, people are hurting, there's no jobs, there's and your DJs aren't gigging. And you know, and, and it's not to take away, not to say that some of these people have not, you know, have, have a nice little nugget saved and doing so, you know, that's all personal. stuff. So, uh, the, the messages to the people that I think that want to achieve and have the talent to do this, all I'm saying is that have a backup. And my backup, and I'm going to share this with you today, like the, what I did I'm a senior web developer, so for me, I'm a geek. <laughs> so, so that, so people, yeah, so people don't know that. So I, from, from so I, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a designer. So I, I'm able to take all the technical and all my background, and I, I, I'm, I'm editing. I'm, I'm editing videos, doing campaigns for major corporations. So that was my backup <laughs> yeah so is, i want
1: this is a long way from that kitchen table studio <laughs> it is a
0: long way james but it, i spent hours and days my goodness i broke up with a lot of people because of you know it was a lot of a lot of hours but you do what you got to do because you, you you love it because the, the, you know it, it it hurts me to see my fellow artists you know going through what they're doing now so there's no the budgets that I was doing back then, I, I I gotta tell you, I've saved every pay stub that I've ever got from every major just to remind me that there was a time, and I'll show my daughter one day, there was a time that this was this was a way for people to make a living. It was a different time, but have a backup. <laughs> that
1: was a yeah those, I know. Are, those are wise words because it's it's you have shown that through your entire life you went from you know teaching yourself piano getting a piano you know learning about like music and house and things like that and how to incorporate it that your whole career has been a natural evolution always staying with that creative side because even the the web development like you're still a creative person. Yeah, you know, exactly. your mind doesn't turn off at 5 p.m. Oh my every goodness, no, Your brain's geez. constantly going. Yeah. But you also get that there is a product that needs to be served to this consumer, this the person that's buying in. Yeah. And I think that your your story is one that's, you know, badass in the sense of you have worked with Iconic, and and I know we're talking about Britney, but like Clara Estefan, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Mark Anthony, like the Backstreet Boys are still, you know, these yes, artists, yes. These, these artists that we've, we've mentioned today, they're all still relevant today. Yes. You know, they weren't, any one of them could have been easily considered a one hit wonder and thrown out the window. Absolutely. I like the fact that I don't, it doesn't sound age to me. Uh,
0: th- no, th- Thank you, James. I really, I'm really, I'm really uh, grateful for that. I appreciate that. I, I think that, because things have evolved to this, sometimes I don't have a moment. Sometimes, like I, I reminisce a lot, and I'm, I, I drive my wife crazy for it. She's like, "Here we go again with this stuff." But you know, so much has happened in my life. You know that um, uh, that I, I don't I don't take for granted. Like I, I think that you know there is you got to put some work into it. Uh, you know, and but I, I I've learned the hard way that without a backup, uh, you know, um, just don't be so cocky about stuff. You know, it's, this is it's, you know, the ego will kick in. It's all this stuff. Like I've just, you know, things that I just doesn't matter to me anymore. (laughs) Like, you know, you know, I tell you, you'd be surprised that how the doors open without like the, 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 the temperament because so, you know the business has its reputation you know what I mean but if you stand down I think that people it was always my thing I, you had I had a good communication with the people that opened up the door for me like I, I I was always like look I'm gonna try my hardest to do what I gotta do you'd be surprised how your talent on the music side could be huge on this in this on on, on the side of things that I'm doing now I'm editing videos for heaven's sake I, because I know sound, I know, I know what sounds good. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and I know what looks good. So there yeah. is just so different, so many different factors involved into your, so I I, I figured that the way that I'm going to look at, if you get a, uh, somebody gets like a, another gig and, and all of a sudden not, now you have to work, whatever. Yo, just think of it as another gig. You keep on saying it's your job. It's like, then just think of it as it's your gig. Your gig is paying for the other stuff that you're doing because yeah it's like
1: that that that's that, it's really 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 important so true well i want to thank you so much and and it, so the the fans out there uh, everyone how can they um stream your music purchase your music contact you follow you what are your socials all oh, that awesome
0: yeah i mean if, if people can reach out to me
1: um on
0: instagram i love instagram i'm always reaching out to people reaching out to me on there uh facebook i, I, I have a fan a fan page on, on facebook as well i got i got some youtube videos that are really cool because i've been i've been live streaming now so i've been doing really cool dj mixing not i should be doing them more but i just need more time to do them and uh, and just before i forget the the website is DavisonOspina.com. Also, thank you, man. I I really appreciate, like, all the... I mean, James, I get so much emails and everything still because of our beautiful Britney Spears.
1: Thank you again, Davidson Ospina. And if you're a fan of listening to all of these great stories from music producers, remix producers, and more, scroll through that list on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. My name is James Rodriguez. Don't forget to rate this and follow me on Instagram, dot, dot, original, dot, dal. I'll see you on the flip side.